0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday, April 8th. And uh, we're getting close to closing up the week, but we don't have much in the way of earnings yet. They really won't really hit until uh, next week, is what I'm looking at right now. And so uh, we'll see this first banks come out next Wednesday. So, but we do have jobs coming out today. We'll talk about that in more day coming up next. But before we do, please let me remind you. There's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. And the issue I've seen is that folks don't understand risk and they don't understand how much risk they really have in their portfolio. And and I'll tell you, it's not an easy thing to determine what that risk looks like. That's why we developed our financial x-ray, an opportunity to really determine how much risk you do have in your current portfolio. Give us a call, 863 382 zero zero three seven to determine if you have enough risk or if you have too much risk again 863-382-0037 dave's next we'll talk about jobs and more coming up next
1: good morning i am morning dave it's eight forty now 20 before 9. time to check in on your money and see what's going on Nationally and internationally, we got some news as well today. Let's head downtown offices of Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip Statler is standing by. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well this morning. Uh, this week's about over, so uh, I mean, and there's not much in the way of earnings, and we got a couple today. But I was looking ahead, and yeah. um, it looks like next Wednesday is uh, is Bank Day. I mean, we got. Okay. Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, uh, I think JP Morgan uh, will all report next Monday, I mean, next Wednesday before the market opens up. And, uh, And then the week after that, the floodgates open.
1: Okay, we knew it was coming soon, but I was I was flippantly saying yesterday, ever since everybody everybody used to hold their earnings until Alcoa reported, when Alcoa was in the Dow 30, then the floodgate started, so all we needed to do was find out when Alcoa was going to be making their announcement, and ever since they got bumped out of the Dow 30, there really hasn't been a traditional leader in earnings season, but we are eight days into the new quarter, and it was about time, so we can get to those in a couple of seconds. Uh, We start out with some not necessarily good news. Thursday is the day in which the federal government always releases unemployment claims numbers. And while we don't have the continuing number quite yet, or at least didn't before we went on the air, uh, initial claims were a bit of a disappointment. Wrong direction and a miss, 744,000 first-time claims last week. And uh, I was expecting that to improve with Texas starting to get back into service again.
0: Yeah, we were expecting it to improve, and, and here's – I mean, it was a big miss because um, depending upon whose numbers you look at, but it's somewhere between 680 and 695,000 was what was expected. Uh, and to come in at 744 was a big miss. And even – I think even worse than that, Dave, is it's more than what it was last week.
1: Um, yep. It was an increase as well of 16,000 over last week, which, like I said, wrong direction and a miss.
0: It it was. And I just uh, have continuing claims just hit my blotter. Um, And it's down by, I don't know, 20,000, maybe it's uh, they from 3.75 million to 3.73 million.
1: Still a miss then, because my uh, my numbers had it expected about three point six five million continuing claims. So at least it's going in the right direction. But it's still a miss.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely a miss from that standpoint. I didn't have a number expected. But so so, you know, so what's that really doing to us this morning? Well, it's putting a little pressure on uh, on the futures, not not drastic, but uh, but they have fallen off of where they were earlier.
1: I did notice that the bond prices were going down by a little bit. The bond rates were going down by a little bit, which means people are buying them, which is uh, an indication that at least a few investors are going to safety to see what happens during the day in reaction to that.
0: And that could be. I mean, I've got it basically even right now, but that's always a possibility. But we're still seeing a lot of green other than the Dow um, across the
1: indexes. And speaking of green, we had a good day yesterday. The uh, Dow and uh, let's see, I'm going back to where I was here. There we go. Yesterday, the Dow was up by 16. NASDAQ was uh, down by 10. But again, they're in nosebleed territory and under some pressure. Standard & Poor's was up by 6. And we actually had an intraday high in that index yesterday, didn't we? We,
0: we did. And so that was some, uh, some good news there. It got as high as $4,086 yesterday, so um, a, a nice little bump. Um, they are, uh, yay, yeah, we, we got to be happy with what we're seeing across the board when it comes to the indexes right now.
1: And you you noticed something as well, that even over in France that they're starting to recover and looking at some record highs too, right?
0: We, we had a couple. Actually, yeah, the, the uh, S&P 500 wasn't the only one. Worldwide, we actually had in Europe the stocks, that's the STOXX index, um, was hit an all-time high at $436. And then France's CAC 40 um, hit the highest level it's been since the year 2000. So, um, so a lot of things worldwide uh, in, the, in the market seem to be doing well.
1: A little bit of optimism, and I'm noticing that France is up even a little bit over that high today. So, yeah, we've got some optimism in the world. Things aren't moving as fast as we'd like them to, but at the very least, there's some optimism. Uh, I know you've been monitoring the uh, small stock index, too. Did they recover at all yesterday?
0: You know, I don't have yesterday. I do have yesterdays, and I just got to go to the right place to find it. Uh, It is, uh, yeah, it is, because it's up some even today.
1: Good, good. Glad to hear that. Given the fact that uh, we always say the unemployment numbers week by week, their data points and overreacting to it is not what we have in mind. It looks like the indexes aren't overreacting today. Have we got some information as far as the companies that are coming out? You mentioned you got one food and one beverage company to talk about to break the glass on earnings season today.
0: We do. We've got a couple coming out. So we got ConAgra um, brands. That's the... uh, yeah, I, I never really. I always thought they were like agricultural, but digging down a little bit, it's Duncan Hines, Birdseye, Healthy mm-hmm. Choice. So, so some some brands we all use. Uh, they came in at fifty nine cents a share, which was a penny above expectations. Revenue was above forecast as well, and so uh, some good good information there. They're basically flat. I mean, they're up a tenth of a percent this morning. Nothing earth shattering. And then the other one we had earnings on was Constellation Brands the uh, maker of uh, Corona beer and, and various uh, spirits and, and, and liquor brands. So they beat both on top and bottom line, didn't have the exact number, but but good news for them, though they are getting hammered a little bit this morning, uh, down almost 3%. Well,
1: their flagship beer brand certainly is not exactly a favored term right now, is it?
0: Well, that that's true. That's true. They, <laughs> they maybe should have changed the virus name to, to help, the, you know, Corona beer do a little
1: better. Absolutely. But they're selling it. I've always, like I said, food and beverage for the year we've been through uh, home food preparation data and liquor and beer. That sounds like the two primary food groups for the last year.
0: Yep. Yep. You're right. It does definitely sound that way. And then the other, I don't have an earnings. It hasn't come out yet, but Costco did come out with some financial information in terms of sales, and they, they came out and said their same store sales for March were up 16% um, across the board. Uh, here in the United States, it was up almost 14%. So that was good news. And then their online sales year over year up over 57%. And that's uh, that good news is helping them a little bit, up about seven-tenths of a percent
1: this morning. A fifty-seven percent year-over-year increase—that's absolutely staggering, isn't it? Well,
0: yeah, that's online sales. You know, that's that's the way everybody kind of had
1: to move. It kind of tells you how we're starting to move as a retail market of late. Resetting the table for the morning, up day on Wall Street on balance yesterday. Dow and the S and P both up. S and P with an intraday record. Nasdaq, well, for all intents and purposes, flat, only down nine and a half points. Forty-five minutes before we open this morning, Philip, off some not-so-hot retail or some not-so-hot job news. How are we doing so far?
0: Hey, it's still looking pretty good, Dave. We got the Dow is the only thing in the red right now, and it's down less than a tenth of a percent, like $25. Uh, We have the S&P 500 up three-tenths of a percent, the NASDAQ up almost nine-tenths of a percent, and the Russell 2000 up six tenths of a percent. So everything other than Dow and green territory this morning, uh, we shift our our look at the commodities, and we've got uh, gold and silver both up, silver up three quarters of a percent, gold up a third, uh, and then crude oil heading down this morning, a little less than where it was yesterday, down a quarter of a percent to $59.63 a barrel.
1: Happy to keep it under 60, and it looks like we're starting to establish a trading range, which I'd be happy to see for a few months. Overseas markets, Asia generally up overnight last night. A little bit of a loss on the Japanese markets, but nothing really worth mentioning. European markets generally up. Need to mention the French markets, since we mentioned a new record yesterday for the last 20-odd years. Uh, They're up by almost half a percent even this morning, midway through their trading day. Philip, it's uh, time to uh, look at one's retirement virtually any time. In the 40s, got one strategy. In the 60s, you got a completely different one. Help? How do I get a hold of you to get some help with those strategies? Then
0: give us a call at 863-382-0037. They can also go to our website, statlerfinancial.com. Uh, under the events tab, we have a workshop coming up next Tuesday. A great opportunity to to get together face-to-face, get some good information. Um, They can go to our website under the events tab. They can also go to our Facebook uh, page, Dave, Statler Financial Services. We have an events tab there that they can go to and register. Uh, And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730.
1: Hey, and back here again tomorrow morning as well to finish off the week. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All
0: right, man. You have a great day.
1: Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today as, uh, as we kind of get ready to wind down things. And, and even though we're earning season, there's not much out there. We do have uh, a few I think will pop up again tomorrow. Um, A few economic numbers come out tomorrow. So I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning or here on Facebook and LinkedIn where you can get up to date information on what's happening in the marketplace. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Bye now.